if you're looking for the podcast with the perfect husband wife and family this ain't it contrary to what most people think we don't have it all together our life is by no means perfect but it's perfect for us life can be perfect and a little raggedy at the same time because real life is messy a hot mess so pull up a seat with ratchet row inside at christian and let's get real you, you are, are now hanging, hanging with, with the, the hardies hello and guess who's back hey we are in the house it's your boy ratchet row inside at christian so excited to be hanging out with you all whether it's nighttime, morning time, coffee time, drive time, whatever time it is, it's always a good time hanging out with you. That's right. Hanging with the Hardys. We missed y'all. We definitely missed you guys. It seemed like it's been forever. It has been. You know, we've been traveling and we went on vacation and, you know, we've been a little busy. Yeah, we have. We've been pretty busy, but we definitely have missed um, coming to you guys um, on our podcast. So we are excited to get back to you all. And a lot has happened since the last time we hung out. You know, the last time we hung out, LeBron had not gone to the Lakers yet. Uh, he has since made his transition. The plane has landed in LA. LeBron is in LA. And you know what? He brought your boy with him. You know, that Sunday night when when he made his big announcement, I was just sitting at the table eating my food. We had we had snow crabs, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. And I was just eating my food and all of a sudden I heard the plane outside. And I'm like, what's all that commotion? <laughs> what is that commotion? And you know, a knock came on the door and they said, Mr. Hardy, we're here for you. LeBron said, pack your bags. We're going to L.A. And that's how it went down. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. You don't remember that? And then you woke up. Why, why, you, try to, why you try to play me <laughs> like that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, that is. A, uh, I will say that it is definitely a huge deal, LeBron going to the Lakers. Because I think I was sharing with you earlier how... It is just such a weird feeling for me to even be rooting for the Lakers. Come on. See, y'all got to understand, Speak as on. long as Ronaldo and I have been married, we have always rooted against the Lakers. It's always been wow. like, I don't, it must have been the Kobe fans mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody was like, he was the GOAT and the Lakers and Lake Show and all this other kind of <laughs> Which I can never understand what the heck Lake Show is. I mean, it just... I don't know what is I don't well maybe that's for another day but it's always been us against the Lakers so you know I'm kind of like a creature of habit it's kind of hard for me to just make a transition all of a sudden so I'm like really having to ease my way into this thing it is. it's gonna be weird for me rooting for the Lakers I'm a ju- I'm just saying I don't know it's a little you know it's a little awkward and I when when he first made the announcement I was like man like how am I gonna do this like I have to really take this in I had to go on Facebook live we had to call a family meeting you know with the lakers fans the kobe fans because they're two separate fan bases although they're both rooting for the lakers they they built different you know and then the lebron fans we had to all come together have a family meeting i think the next night or two nights uh after that i i held a collective bargaining agreement between uh the three fan bases and so this is a lot now the one 
positive is that we have a commitment well two things is actually two positives mm-hmm. now lebron is in the west which means he will be playing in new orleans at least twice a year yeah. and if by chance he ends up going up against new orleans in the playoffs like we'll get to actually see him in a playoff game which would be amazing right mm. uh, but then also we have this commitment with each other that we're going to go wherever lebron is playing at least once a year to watch him play on that court and so that means for the next four yeah, years at least three to, yes we get to go to, go to LA. la and i'm excited about that yes um so i don't have a problem with lebron playing for the lakers because you know in that case i do want to go to la absolutely we have to sit courtside again but you said maybe not in la because those tickets are like five thousand dollars for courtside yeah we're gonna get good seats in la well, maybe but not maybe courtside. not courtside we might maybe. have to do courtside in nola yes at the at the um at the um what is it smoothie king arena yeah yeah look at you trying to know a little something i know something. you girl know a little something something about you know about basketball and sports. What, what, what else been going on since the last time we talked to them uh oh i know everything everybody has been talking about this whole kiki thing kiki do you love me are you riding <laughs> you know can we change it to you know cc see i don't know my wife her her, her maiden uh, name her initials were CCC. Yeah. So CC, do you love me? Of course, I love you. Oh no! See, this is the first time we're doing a podcast where a child is trying to interrupt us. Go on back to bed. I just can't even believe. Like you know, we were thinking that this could happen to us one oh, time. And she's coming all the way. No, she's here. not. She's going to bed. Good night. Good night. Okay. Go get in your bed. Oh. Go get in your bed. What do you want to tell us? What do you want to tell us? Tell us. You saw something? Oh, you swallowed something. You swallowed something. Oh, I'm sure it's it was nothing. Okay, go get back in your bed. Go get back in your bed. All right, we'll we'll come check on you in a little bit, okay? Let me a kiss. Okay. okay, take them with you. Go ahead, take them with you. All right, love you. Love you. Good night. And close our door. We love you. Oh man, that Y'all, was this the is, first. This is this is real life. I you know. know. Usually this, the kids are sleeping. <laughs> the kids were sleep. Like this is legitimately real life. You know. That is um, the truth. We are real life parents, and we just keep it all the way real. But that little one. She, uh, the other ones, I guess, are worn out at summer camp. They must be taking extra long naps at the daycare because she has trouble going to sleep at night. That must be the deal because I'm like, listen, it's time for you to be in bed. And she's been in the bed for like over two hours and still up. Yes. And we could have edited it out, but because we are real, this is this is how our life yes, goes. So we're real life. Okay, but you didn't get to tell me, Cece, if you love me. Do you love me? Of course. Are you I riding? Love you. Yeah, sure, I am definitely. It, it was a little delay in that. <laughs> I don't appreciate the delay. Well, because you know, I had to think about what type of ride he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you listen uh, when we get off of this. <laughs> 
phone. Oh, that was that. Was, that might have been too much. That's too much. That for was, people? I think it might have been too much. For Be sorry about that. Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> we just got a lot of things going on. We had something else to talk about too, but I can't remember because oh, we were talking about Amazon Prime. How it just the shut what? the whole thing down. What the what? And I had just ordered some Amazon packages. I know one thing: my packages better get here on time. On time. They better because I need them for Thursday. Because ain't nobody got time for that. All right, but tonight we want to jump into our uh, conversation, and we want to talk uh, specifically about handling conflict in relationships. And I know you saw the title, your mammy, and was like what in the world are they going to talk about tonight Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes we are peeling back the layers and talking about uh, what it is like navigating conflict in a marriage and this can be something that's very uh, difficult for people to master as a matter of fact a lot of times it takes a couple of years to really uh, begin to mature in a relationship as it relates to conflict and it's something that you know i can say we were not always good at and every now and then you know we may still struggle at but we are a lot lot better uh, at it now because we've learned how to handle one another right we definitely had have learned how to um how to you know navigate a little bit better in those type of conflicts but i just have to i know we kind of glossed over your mammy real quick yeah mammy but you know you know back in the day when you get into an argument with somebody and y'all be talking about each other and the next thing you know one thing come out your mouth another thing come out of somebody else's mouth and then you holler back your mammy or you know (laughs) Or your mama in some cases. But other times, if you really want to get down, you, you want to hit below the belt, you say your mammy. So, nobody. Now, let me tell y'all something. Y'all married couples, leave that one alone. Leave that one alone. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Leave the mama. Leave the mammy. Leave the daddy. Leave all family members. Leave them out of the argument. Absolutely. So, I think, you know, like you were saying, but I just had to back up a minute and, and kind of kind of hit that real quick because that was one thing those was fighting words right there mm. if you said your mammy we was about to we were, we was fighting mm. and the same thing is true whenever you're married you okay. don't hit below the belt you don't say anything about each other's mamas you know i hope none of our people listening you know but i i'm not gonna <laughs> say that that either of us had perfected this we never said your mammy. No, we never said your mammy. We might have brought up each other people in our arguments before. Before, before. We never brought up, come on, let's not. I don't remember that. It was mainly you. Oh, um, I have no recollection of that. (laughs) I would just like to go on the record as saying I have no recollection of talking Mm. about any of Renato's Mm. family members. Mm. Now, him on Mm. the other hand, Mm. he probably has talked about mine. Cut it out. Good. Oh, don't make me go down. This, are we about to do Petty Wars tonight? Don't go down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but let's talk about um, conflict. And when it comes, you know, first of all, there, there are different ways that conflicts come into marriage. And, uh, you know, some common things or uh, that kind of cause problems in marriage. You know, we know money. Yeah. Be, oh, that's a big one. Yes. That's one of the major conflict. Yes. Conflict source of arguments is money. Um, you know, uh, understanding and, and, and dividing responsibilities. Oh, that's another huge one. Mm-hmm. Huge one. And it's and it's funny because we've talked with um, a lot of married couples and those are two things that have been common um, things that have come up that have caused arguments and conflicts within a marriage. 
um, responsibilities and definitely finances. And then betrayal. Betrayal, yeah. the big one. Yeah. And then, I mean, also, you know, we talk a lot about how to, you know, get, get your sex life back on track. But when it's not on track, you know, conflict can really, really pick up. Like, it, it, it becomes a lot harder for you to get along. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you are lacking in all aspects of intimacy, whether it's sexual intimacy, you know, uh, emotional intimacy, all of those things, when they're when that's broken, it can really cause some problems, you know, and not to really preach tonight. Uh, but I think that if we take a scripture, you know, to really understand how to respond uh, to conflict, I, I think it really can help us. The, the Bible says only by pride come it contention. And so whenever there is conflict in a relationship pride is present and uh out of pride it could be very easy for us to want to look at the other person mm, in a relationship yeah. and only consider their contribution you know we we're looking at them and we're saying well if they did this then then maybe we wouldn't have this conflict or if they would change this or if they would adjust and it could be very hard for us you, you're smiling at me well, it could be hard I, I am smiling because I'm listening to it you know to you saying about you know what is you know this person is doing this and what about what they're saying and what about about what they're doing if you really think about it that's prideful in itself mm-hmm. you know if you're thinking about what somebody else has done or what somebody else has said and why can't they get themselves together or why can't they change that's really being lifted up in pride yes, in itself so absolutely. you know you have to just kind of look at it like that and i smiled because i was like hmm that's the first time i ever looked at it like that mm-hmm. you know because so many times we are guilty of thinking about you know what the other person needs to do and when we go into god god can you change such and such god why don't you speak to such and such and you're you're being prideful and saying well there's nothing wrong with me. Absolutely. You know, I didn't say anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. It's the other person who's got it wrong. Well, and think about this. In reality, who do you really have the power to change? Your own self. Yeah. Like you true. really don't have the power to change the other individual, but you have the power to change your own self. So mm-hmm. let's talk about a few ground rules because we don't want to keep people all day, but we do want people to have some ground rules or are some things to reflect on uh, as it relates to managing conflict in their relationships so uh, when conflict arises the first thing that we want you to know is that you have to remember that you're on the same team yeah you know because in a relationship you know when you get it when conflict really comes it could be easy for you to start looking at each other as the enemy yeah and when you look at your spouse as the enemy it gives you permission to respond differently. Mm-hmm. When you when you are responding to anybody that's your enemy, you know, a lot of times you have no cut on what you'll do. Mm. But when you look at your spouse as the person on your team and they're no longer your enemy, then you have to respond differently. You, yeah. You handle your teammate different. Right, than right. What you, you would your Definitely. Enemy. That's so true. You handle your teammate differently than you handle the person you're going up against. Yes. You know, so I think that that's uh, very good that making sure that you, you realize, hey, step back, take a look at this. We need to deal with the issue or deal with the problem and not fight each other you know Absolutely. fight the problem not each other not each other right That's very good so what? those are some that is a um a very good one 
Um, I would definitely say, you know, we're talking about handling conflict yes. and how some good ways we can handle conflict. Making sure that you don't hit below the belt. Yes. You know, and, and we talked about how, you know, whenever you are handling conflict or dealing with conflict, it's important to set boundaries. And one of the boundaries that we said that we would not do, we would not hit below the belt. Mm-hmm. You know, you know those words, you know those things, you know you know what you can do to get a rise out of your spouse. Absolutely. You know, you already know if you say this one thing that it's like unleashing the beast. You know, you poking the bear. So try not to um, do those things or try not to say those things that you know that are deliberately going to hurt that person. Absolutely. Um, so I would say that definitely no hitting below the belt. It's kind of too. You know, it's setting boundaries. There's like setting boundaries is a huge thing. Oh, my God. Because there's so many things within setting boundaries. One thing within boundaries, I'm going to control my words. Yes. Because setting boundaries, which we've learned from the book, is about your actions, what you're going to do or what you're going to allow or not allow. So I'm going to refrain from allowing words to come out of my mouth that will hit below the belt and will hurt the other person deliberately. Absolutely. And respect the other person's wishes. For example, if you know, and, and it kind of goes with uh, with that, because I, I was also going to say, determine what your process for mediation uh, will look like. You know, So understand what it's going to take for you all to get back on the same page. And part of that is respecting the other person's wishes. If you know that your spouse needs that time away, Mm-hmm. They need to step back. They need to cool down before they respond to you. Don't try to push them to continue the conversation because you're going to get a response, right, that, yeah. that you may not like. Uh, and then before you know it, you're going to the, the, the situation is escalating instead of de-escalating. So, right. so understand and develop what is your path for mediation uh, between you and your spouse. Figure out what that looks like for you all and then make sure you respect one another's wishes. Um, but do make sure that you have a process in place for resolving the conflict and don't allow it to continue to grow. Yeah, I think that's very good. We actually learned something and we've been reading this book and I think we mentioned it a few times called Boundaries in Marriage. And that is actually an an actual boundary. You know, when things are starting to get, um, you know, really heavy, you know, it's starting to be a lot of conflict, you know, kind of a boundary that you can have for yourself is that I'm going to walk away from this argument when it's starting to get too intense. And we were talking with another couple and he was saying, well, you know, it's good for me to know that. Cause I thought when my wife just walked away from me, I wasn't thinking about it as being a cool down period. I was thinking of it as, you know, she's being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I'm talking to you and you gonna walk off from me while I'm talking to you. <laughs> and what she really was doing was saying, okay, okay, hey, we need to step back from this. I need to remove myself from this situation so that we can have a cool down period so that we can talk about this um, in a sensible manner. So I feel like, you know, taking a break, stepping away, walking away from it, coming back to it is a very good thing to do to handle um, conflict in a proper way. Absolutely. And that's some very simple tips. It looks like you had one more. Um, No, I don't think I had any more. I know we talked about making sure that we um, don't hit below the belt. 
We are making sure that I would say it's like I had one, but I can't remember exactly See, what I was going to say. The age is getting to you. Man, I hate when that happens. Mm. Um, you don't remember. You're just going to have to just pick up where you left off on the next one, you know. It's I the, know. It's kind of awkward for the people to sit in their car. It, it, <laughs> it definitely is. One thing I on know you. that you should always do is making sure that, you know, you choose your words carefully. You know, I can say even, you know, that this is even before you get to a point of conflict or even while you're in the midst of the conflict. Because I know this has happened to the two of us. Like, I can tell whenever we're in an intense situation mm-hmm. that it's about to be more intense if i say this one little thing so if i see it's going in a certain mode and i'm like okay i'm trying to do everything i can do to stop it from getting there i just need to be quiet i just need to not say anything else and i just know that i don't need to say this one thing because if i say this one thing it's gonna send him over the edge absolutely so many times especially for my ladies just say no just say no refrain from saying it hold it back don't don't let it out because if you let it out it's gonna cause world war three absolutely yeah with that said thank you all so much for hanging out with us it's always a pleasure to come and to hang out with you we are back and in action so you can look forward to more podcasts for us we we did uh, from us not for us you know yeah, from us you know we we missed you all we stayed away too long but we're back in action and remember no matter how messy your life may be you can still make the most of it as you can see tonight we had a few little things going on that's right but you got to keep going roll with the punches roll with the punches until next time keep loving on each other keep growing your relationship and we look forward to hanging out with you see you guys next time Thank you for tuning in to Hanging with the Hardys today. We hope you enjoyed our time together. If you want to learn more about us or you just want to hang out a little longer, visit our website at thehardys.life. And until next time, remember, real life is messy. So don't be so hard on yourself. Instead, make the most of what you do have.